calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Mixed Cats, and I am here with the Reverend in Fuego. Hi. Glenn Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. That was that was a, I think I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, man. I feel that on a spiritual level. I'm Steve Miggs. <laughs> or Steve Miggs. Steve, Steve Miggs. Hi, Steve Miggs. Man. <laughs> you like, sound fine, dude. I know. Like, honestly, if it wasn't that we hadn't taken off like a month from doing podcasts, I probably would have been like, boys, I don't think I could do a podcast. What the hell are you doing there? Phone? Maybe oh, no. Okay, it's fine. Um, I would have probably been like, I, I, I just can't keep talking. I can't. So. There's going to be a short one then. <laughs> yeah, good t- good talk. So you guys uh, let's get to our voicemails, phone calls, and emails. <laughs> we got none. We're out. Goodbye. Um, uh, so on Friday, I wrestled at 3 2 Battle, and in the ongoing battle between my mouth and my wrestling, once again, my mouth wins or loses, depending on how you want to look at it, <laughs> because I've been really good like for a long stretch where I haven't bit my tongue. Oh. So I get thrown up into a back body drop. I can probably find the video, but it's not, no need to. It's on Twitch. It's, it's an audio program. Yeah. I should play a piece of audio that I thought was pretty funny of um, when uh, the announcer, I thought he was doing a really good job of, 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 of selling the drama. But so I take a back body drop, which is basically I'm going at the guy. He bends down and he flips me over him. Yeah. And I land on my back. Well, I also just recently got brand new uh, wrestling boots from my wife for Christmas, like these nice custom ones. Like, oh, so I'm awesome. pretty pumped. But they add extra weight because usually I was wearing wrestling shoes, which are a little bit different in weight. So I'm like, okay, I got to really give them a little extra gusto. Well, you give a little too much gusto, dude. Yeah, my, <laughs> a little my, too much. Instead of landing like flat, <laughs> my feet hit first because I over rotated. Oh, and then my butt hit. Yeah, and then my head snapped forward. Ow! And bit my my mouth. And bit my tongue to the point where I... Like, you got to keep your tongue back in the back of your skull. Dude. Well, yeah. As I was going up, I must have been going like this. Uh, oh, no. Uh. So I just chomped down on it instantly. No, I'm like, son of a bitch. And it's blood coming in my mouth. And oh, hardcore. wow. Uh. You really got it. Oh, yeah. It was bleeding for the rest of the like, It wasn't like gushing, but I, at first I put my hand on my mouth and I looked. And I'm like, ah, damn it. Like, it's bad. So whenever I bite or cause any trauma to my mouth, it, they turn into canker sores. Yeah. So I have currently, I counted 10 canker sores on my tongue. Nice. Oh, my so God. Look, mm, oh, that's gross. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> so Steve's it, tongue's like a mile of rough road. <laughs> Gosh, right? I mean, yeah. I think they sell these things for ladies. Lump a tongue. They do. Lump a tongue. There's a thing, actually, there's an implement called the tongue. And it's awesome because it's sort of a wand. And then at the end of it, it's just a tongue. And then the tongue wiggles. Glenn. And about two years ago, I was having this conversation with Ryan Castle where he was talking about uh, this orthodontist. Or, or how do you, what would you orthodontist? say? Orthodontist? Yeah. Well, orthodontist is the guy that, that is yeah. orthodontist. 
Well, what is it? Proctologist. No, that's oh. the other hole. Oh. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the output. But anyway, Ryan was having all this work done to his mushy mouth, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes on to explain. He's like, yeah, apparently I have my tongue is too short. And he goes on this huge <laughs> rant about this thing with his tongue being too short. And it no, causes know something all... about him. Oh, dude, right? You guys didn't know that. You guys work with him. I figured you'd know this. But I ever since then. I wish I had a tiny tongue. I'd stop biting it. I've wanted to buy one of those tongues and have it delivered to Castle's wife. With oh, a note that, that basically explains, like, from me, like, hey, you've been on my mind. Ryan explained to me that he has a short <laughs> tongue, and I wanted to. Wow. <laughs> and I haven't done what? it. Yeah, you got to be 100% yeah. on that kind of a joke. Yeah. I think Castle would laugh. But he, would Castle's wife laugh? That's that, yeah. I, do, do I care? <laughs> I would. <laughs> she's not happy. Apparently He's Glenn not doesn't. happy. Apparently, Glenn doesn't. All right. All right. Maybe I'll you. just give it to hey, Ryan. Yes. Yeah. You know, give it to Ryan and no, see. Send it to her. Let us know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bad ideas. By well, Glenn all Cannon. this might have been corrected because they were going to get in there and snip, you know, the little webs that hold your tongue to the bottom. Yeah. They were going to get in there and fix that for him because it was affecting like the roof of his mouth and his his uh, the alignment of his teeth. And it was this whole thing that he went through a couple years ago. You remember that? Yeah. It's like two, yeah, three yeah, years yeah. back. I had always heard that that's what Gene Simmons did to get that super long tongue was that he snipped that little and then he could just like make the really? tongue go. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. I, heard I don't know if that's an too. urban legend. No. <laughs> it's probably the same urban legend that told us about Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> it was also Paul from the Wonder Years. Yeah, I wonder at what point in his life, if it wasn't done surgically, did he realize this is a cool tongue? <laughs> I can market it. Maybe before he got into Kiss, he was doing wrestling and he bit that baby real uh, hard and oh, it, it yeah. reconfigured just, the yeah. tongue. And you know, now that he had a tongue, he's like, all I need now is some, you know, platform souls that shoot fire. And I got myself a gimmick <laughs> and I'll go make, you know, a million dollars. And the new wrestling boots that I got are platform shoes shoe that shoot fire. You got platform souls that shoot fire? I wish. <laughs> I just want to watch you eviscerate another wrestler by stomping, shooting fire, and oh, watching the guy so burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, with this, like, that'd be kind of amazing. No, like, I recently like changed my diet in the sense of I'm not eating a lot of bread and I noticed that you're that, eating that, more tongue yeah no, I am. <laughs> but it's been like I, I haven't been getting canker sores since I've been doing that like because I've been trying to find what is it that causes them for me because everyone is different it could be acidic fruits yeah I thought it was that. I thought it was like tomatoes and like uh, oranges for you yeah and apparently it's also it seems like bread oh. which is great because I love pretzels and I love bread oh yeah right but so I've been good like I haven't been getting canker sores but if I bite my tongue I get them and now I got a crap tongue because like every piece of my tooth bit down on are you tongue. using camphophonique I'm using everything, man. I just ordered something on Amazon. I got this little thing of Listerine just to burn it numb for a second. Oh. It helps. I can't eat. can't talk. can't sleep because I'm in pain. Uh, and, and it's like I go home. My wife wants to have a conversation. I can't because I'm like mad because it hurts. And then the baby's there. And when she starts crying, it gets me more angry. Hot little baby. Yeah. At what point I actually just went, can you just stop? And my wife starts laughing. She's like, did you just ask the baby to stop crying? I'm like, yes. <laughs> How'd that work out? It didn't. Okay. <laughs> like, so wow. wake up, and much, wake- much like her teenage years, she's not going to listen to you. <laughs> no, I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting warmed up for that. <laughs> and so... And then in the middle of the night, my mouth gets dry, and that hurts it even more. Oh, dude, I can't Damn, sleep. It's just sucks, life dude. sucks. And life is awesome. 
Yeah. Because right. I have an awesome little kid that just I marvel at every day. Now, yeah, I got but, to see the promo last night with uh, the Jude. Promo? Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. I got to see that last that night. That was the, fantastic. The camera pans up, you know, the camera pans up real slow. I was like, first, yes! thing, first thing when I showed yeah, it to the wife, because I saw it and I was like, that's amazing. She was like, first off, Lulu is so stoic. Right. <laughs> like, Lulu is probably the coolest dog I've ever seen. Has there been a vibe change in Lulu since the arrival of the uh, Lulu the is right top? by Tatum's side at all times. Okay. That loves, loves the kid. Going to going into defense mode. Yeah. Oh, here's the, the promo that we're talking about. Doesn't fall too far. The from apple the doesn't tree. fall too far from the tree. Champions not only earn their greatness, but for the chosen ones, they are born to it. And that shows Tatum with a belt. Champion Steve Miggs returns to without a cause wrestling in Everett on January 19th. This Sunday. Damn. Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. You could buy the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Sunday, okay. Sunday, Sunday. And then he goes, baby Chantata will not be appearing. Her mom won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'll show you a picture of like, my wife took a picture of... You know, they got those little, like those big sheets that say, you're now one month old. You put like a circle over mm-hmm. it. Um, my wife just took one of those pictures. I want one of those Yeah, sheets. saw it on the old IG. And there's Lulu right there at all times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keeping tabs. Yeah. That's so adorable. So you move the heart over the date? Yeah. It's like a Velcro heart? I don't know. See, Glenn, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily like, moving. If, yeah, Glenn, if you're going to do that, like, uh, you'd be way past the one. Yeah, just like, like what's the math on that? I just want one? a little blanket that can be <laughs> altered at any given time. I don't know what I want in life. Yeah, I should have said. Bring me a blanket, man. Make I need a blanket. Stop. Make it stop, dude. I showed like this to Rev uh, this morning, but I got busted. My wife took a picture. I was because she gets up in the middle of the night to feed Tatum, but then she also sees how I'm sleeping. And I woke up this morning to a text from my wife. Like I woke up and the text was there. She didn't wake me up with it, and she took a picture of me asleep. Because this is how Lulu sleeps with me, and I had no idea. <laughs> Snuggle, buddy. <laughs> yeah. She's like right up in me. You're not alone. My wife does it all the time with Muppet. Mm-hmm. That cat and I will be curled up in a ball, and she will stealth photo me like left, That's right, so and center cute. with my cat, dude. Yeah. See, my wife doesn't do that because most of the time, uh, Carl will lay on my crotch. Like, he'll lay in between my legs and just right yeah, you there. Yeah, you don't want pictures like of that. He likes to snuggle the pouch, huh? Yeah, yeah. So that's not <laughs> going to be a, a safe-for-work uh, picture. Yeah, I call that taking. the valley. That's the magical the valley. valley. <laughs> I call that the valley. <laughs> hey, right, speaking of Tatum, Rev and I, we went with uh, Danny V and Vicky yesterday to Trapper Sushi, the new one that's in uh, Tequila at South Center. Yeah, in yeah. There, yeah. And it rocks. And oh, we enjoyed yeah. the Tatum roll. Oh, the Tatum roll. Trapper, he texted me. He's like, hey, man, I, congratulations on having your kid. He's like... I want to make a roll named after your daughter. Yeah, and so, so the roll of the month this month, is the and Tatum apparently roll. it's going so well that it might become a permanent item <laughs> on their menu, and it's really good. Like, I got to go back and get a Tatum roll. Dude, man. for the, this month, yeah, it's actually, it's, I, I, I took a picture of it because I was like, it was funny though because like, I was it's like, ridiculous. It's really tasty. It's got like oh, a teriyaki drizzle, some me, Lucy man. sauce on it. Uh, What's a Lucy sauce? I don't know. It's like they're like that, oh. that white sauce. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys sit right up at the at the bar? <laughs> or all you, you can eat. Yeah. 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 That, that's the yeah. Tony and I went there for her birthday. The best part just was smashed sushi until mm-hmm. it had to be rolled out. There dude. was a couple right next to me, and they're like talking about the Tatum roll. They're reading it, and it took everything in my power because I was like a proud dad, but I want to be like. It's named after my daughter. <laughs> so I, was like, I was wondering if you're going to bring it up. Like, I don't, don't want to be that guy. And I didn't want to the either, like, like, If I was in wrestling you? character mode, yes. Yeah. I'd be like, just yeah. so you know. But then they noticed that we ordered it. And the, the guy was like, hey, what's that roll you got there? I'm like, oh, it's the Tatum roll. He's like, 
uh, can you get that? On? Like, he looked annoyed, and he was like, can you get that on all you can eat? And I, and I go, I, I don't know. I just ordered it, and they gave it to me. <laughs> and he looked pissed at me, like, as if I insulted him. I'm like, I oh, really? access to your role, dude. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know, man. Why don't you ask them? Like, I, I'm getting the all-you-can-eat lunch, and I'm not going to, like, if they said no, I wouldn't be like, do you know? That role is named after my daughter. You better give it to me. Because I've gone before, and we've gotten all-you-can-eat lunch, and I tried to get the STP role, which was named after me. They're like, no. And the guy was like, no. And my buddy was like, dude, just tell him it's named after you. I'm like, <laughs> like no. I respect the fact that you weren't like, you know who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't yeah. believe it. I can't even get the role that's named after me. Sorry, As he sir, says it's to no one in menu. particular. Right. I just say it out loud, hoping that everyone hears it. Just like you, sir, it's not always available. Yeah. <laughs> I'm texting Trapper right now. As you see, I got his number. <laughs> that place is so good. It, it is. is so it's rocking. I had... So it's what the lunch is like twenty bucks for all you can eat. Worth every penny. Oh god, yeah. I had I had four rolls and regrets afterwards. Not because of anything other than the fact that I was so full. Yep. I went home. I took a nap. Like three hours later, I woke up and I was like, I can't move out of bed. <laughs> like I'm just laying. Some there. kind of protein overload. Like three. I think three rolls. Is oh. is like the max for me. I had four rolls and I also had regret. I had regret that I didn't eat more rolls, but my mouth was hurting so much. <laughs> and I got one of those tempura ones and it was killing it. And I, I didn't like, even realize. I wanted to keep eating it though. I got that the the Buddha they have the Buddha roll, which You're is awesome. Smearing some wasabi on the tip of your tongue there. I dude. did actually trying to numb it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that did not feel good. People are like, What is that guy doing? He thinks He's a gangster. roll here was named after his daughter, too. <laughs> that guy's weird as Is hell. he snorting wasabi? Yeah. This is strange. He's smearing some wasabi on his tongue and he talks with a weird lisp. <laughs> I got the it's called the Buddhalicious. I didn't even know this roll existed. Yeah. It's the Buddha roll on steroids. It's so good. It's got cream cheese in it too. Mm-hmm. That's what Buddha would want. No, it's I, yeah, I felt I it was agree. more along the lines of like steroids. It's like the Beyonce of sushi rolls. So it's instead of the Buddhalicious, I just kept calling it the Bootylicious. Bootylicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Yeah. Well, isn't today Feast of the Ash Day? <laughs> It's a day to eat that Buddha. Would you like to explain that? Yes. It's a day that in France, back in the Middle Evil days, they celebrated uh, to show love for all the donkeys that are in the Bible. They call it the... The, uh, the Feast of the Feast Ass. Of the ass Tick, tickle the balloon night. Uh, <laughs> is there really a Feast of the Ass? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it really ass. is. When I saw that on the list of... like, I always Feast of the Ass. Yeah. yeah. It's nice of them to honor donkeys. Most people are like, call my stuff. You know, <laughs> every once in a while, it's good to be like, thanks, pal. Yeah. Thanks for taking <laughs> Jesus to Egypt. You know, yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, they did. Didn't they put down like uh, palm leaves or something for the donkey to walk on? Donkey got it. Well, was like, oh, I, this is I, cool. I, I oh, that was coming to Bethlehem. Yeah, I think well, that was for a Jesus. movie screening that they were going to. It's like a red carpet <laughs> affair, but they don't have red carpet, so, so it's it sort of a green mushy affair. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of like yeah. it was a green mushy. Yeah, mushy yeah, Palm Sunday. Palm. That's it. Yeah. 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 Palm Sunday. I forgot all about Palm Sunday yeah, when you get like, the actual palm leaves. Yeah, when I was yeah. a kid, they gave us the little palms. It's yeah. so weird when they did that. You know, I would have rather had a donkey. I'd be like, cool, this is my new friend. Yeah. A Feast burrow. Of the ass. Here you go. Everyone gets a donkey. Everyone gets a burrow. <laughs> I'd just be like, my yard, I'm never going to have to mow again. So did you, uh, on Ash Wednesday, would you go get the uh, cross on your head with the ashes? Well, no, see, we weren't uh, Catholic. We were Episcopalian, which is sort of like the, the Kmart. Of uh, Catholicism, mm-hmm. I think you know it's like is a that, blue light special on forgiveness is of that sin. Angry Catholic? 
You know, no. <laughs> Episcopalian was real loose. It was like, hey, man, you do bad stuff, maybe don't. All right, here, eat this bread. You know, <laughs> like, it was pretty cool. It was but pretty it gives chill. me canker sores. I can't eat the bread, sir. I, didn't, I, I used to get them when I was a little kid, but that's why I asked about the Campo Phonique. Mm-hmm. It came in that little green bottle. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, this was the 70s and early 80s, so it was probably just paint thinner. Oh, that stuff. Rebranded. That, that stuff is gangster. Yeah, mom used to put oh, yeah. the Campo Phonique on me. <laughs> gangster. You know, man? <laughs> it's like when you get stung by a wasp when you're a little kid yeah. and your grandmother would, like, slice the wound open. And then pour iodine in yeah. it. Dude, iodine, you know? yeah. Right? Well, what was that stuff when you had a sunburn? Did you ever get that? It was like a spray my mom would put on me and it would burn the sunburn. No. I'm like, oh. I've always just had aloe, so She's thank you, Grandma. Torturing me. Yeah, when I was a little <laughs> kid, I can remember getting burned a couple times where I was like a snake and I was smelting, and my mother would basically just peel layers of skin off. When I say layers, I don't mean like oh. cute little nuggets. I mean like one like foot by eight inch sections like of my back. Yeah. She dude. was making a new you. Oh, dude, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever this thing is, it's growing. Yeah, I mean, like, she just would peel See, me. See, I would just man. do that. My myself. poor mother, right? I would love doing that. Just oh, but I'd be so cooked. Big old pieces. I'd be like a quivering gelatinous mass, and my mom would just walk up and start peeling away, <laughs> you know, to reveal her new son kind of thing. <laughs> like, Glenn is part snake. Yeah, dude. Right? <laughs> Molting. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I do rabbits. I'm in, my, I'm in my pupae phase. <laughs> I'm still in my pupae phase, actually. Yeah, soon all this is just going to crack open and something nice will emerge. But right now it's just sort of ugly and brown and it hangs on ugly trees. And brown, come on. I think <laughs> like you a look coconut. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can crack them open. They smell like ladies lying in the sun. <laughs> that song. I like coconuts. You can't crack them open. They smell like ladies lying in the sun. What? No. You guys have never heard that. Never. Do you even know who sings it? No. But I'm what picturing should... Tom Hanks just like on an island coconut? trying to crack open a coconut so he can fap. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like coconuts. I like coconuts. You can't crack them open. They smell coconut like ladies lying in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut by widespread panic. It's a real thing. Is that widespread panic? Yes, it is. Yeah, you got the See? first three lines there. Yeah, here we go. Picture Tom Hanks all oh, starving to death. the whistle. You know it's serious. You know? It's a super hippie band. Wilson. He's got Wilson facing the other direction Wilson. so he doesn't have to watch don't what comes Wilson. after. Yeah, don't, don't look at me. break them open. They smell like ladies lying in the sun. I played the whistle on this. Is like, I have all my buddies that were like big fish heads and deadheads love widespread panic. Break them open, they'll smell like ladies lying in the sun. Or desperation. Lift my hand my way. I give a coconut to everyone. Is that like he's busting a coconut? <laughs> the coconut thing, dude. Plus, I think coconut milk, isn't it like a natural laxative? That's one of those, those weird, coffee does it one of the you. bummer things about, you know, being trapped on an island. You're living on coconuts and you've got Bria the whole time. Huh. I didn't know that. I think coconut milk is like a natural laxative. That's why everyone's so skinny. On the island? It's crap it all It might out. be the lack of food, wow. too. What did, what did Wilson Coconut milk also contains fermentable carbohydrates. These can cause digestive issues such as diarrhea or constipation in people with irritable bowels. I should stop eating coconut. Widespread panic didn't mention that in this song. <laughs> with a name like widespread panic, I think we now know what they meant. Yeah, everyone's running to the yeah, bathroom. They found the brown sound. With fear in their eyes. <laughs> From their new record, I Got the Crafts. Yeah, I, I usually I, I'm always I'm up and I'm at my laptop every morning. And this morning, here's another one for you. Where are you, look up across 110th Street. This was my wake up more music this morning. Across 
across 110th. Just just do that, across 110th. This is what I woke up to today. And then I went from this to the talking heads. All right, here we go. Really? Oh, yeah. It was perfect, too. I'm pounding my coffee. I sat down on my laptop. Yeah, dude. Ooh, funky. This is, this is what I woke up feeling this this morning. Well, yeah, I was this like, man, I need out, to hear this. This came out in 72, so oh, yeah. yeah. Shaft. That's all I can think of. You guys just turned that into Flash Gordon. I did. <laughs> yeah, man, you know? This is what I needed. First thing out of the morning. Yeah, this is all kind of that Curtis Mayfield, you know, that that vibe. Here we go. I was the third brother of five, doing whatever I had to do to survive. I'm not saying what I did was all right. Trying to break out of the ghetto it was a hell of a fight. fight. Being down so long, getting up didn't cross my mind. But I knew there was a better way of life, and I was just trying to Did you seek this out, or did you just no, have to be I was on? like, I woke up with this song in my head. I'm like, perfect. Wow. Yeah. Bobby Womack. Yeah. Street of a hell of a tester. Across 110th Street. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jim's trying to catch a woman that's weak. Pushers won't let the junkie go Killer free. breakdown coming. Pushers won't let the junkie go free. Oh, it's a whores on 110th Street. You can find it all in the street. Here we go. Yeah, man. I love the, the chimes. Oh, yeah, dude. So, like, all this stuff's, like, super lush, man. You get, like, that R&B soul funk groove going on, and they'll throw a string section behind it. The best part it's is, like, it's like a soulful, like, kind of cool vibe song about hookers and coke, apparently. Yeah. Here we go. Storing that coke. It's all about Harlem. Coke shooting that dope man you're copping out. Take my advice. See, I lived on 108th Street. None of this happened. <laughs> I stumbled onto Womack. Um, <laughs> we ate apples. The film American Gangster had a bunch of his music in it. And I've always been a big Curtis Mayfield fan. And then stuff of that, like you find like, uh, I think there's a, uh, what are they called? The Repeaters? That whole channel on Spotify is dope. Was uh, was that the Denzel movie? Yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I, I found Womack via that. I was like, man, this is killer. And went and pulled a bunch of that music, you know, the way you do these days. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the store and be like, I saw this movie. Then you should check out uh, Godfather of Harlem. It it's kind of stems from that. Oh, yeah, no, no. That, Tawny and I have been watching that. Oh, we just started watching that. It's excellent. With Denzel Washington. It's the story of Bumpy Johnson. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Bumpy, yeah, John- but, Bumpy, Bumpy Johnson's the greatest name ever, especially t- if you have gonorrhea. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that all takes place in 63, and it's, I keep waiting for him to introduce the Frank Lucas character. Mm-hmm. So it follows Bumpy show. Johnson, Malcolm X. <laughs> yep. What was that senator's name? But it's uh, uh, it's a but it's been really cool. It's a fight between the 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 Italian gangsters and Bumpy Johnson and his crew yeah. about uh, about basically running the streets of Harlem. Yeah, the it's, it's really heroin, well done. The heroin trade in the streets of Harlem. Damn, and it's got uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio in it. Is that the guy's and, name? And Forrest Whitaker. 
Forrest Whitaker rules, man. man. And he's just taking people out with that little knife. The straight razor. Yeah. He's got, he's got an old school cutthroat razor. Damn. And he just hooks fools up with that razor. And I mean, they don't even warn you. It's just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Gone. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Wow. Yeah. You should check it out, Rev. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. What is it called again? Uh, Harlo- Godfather of Harlem. Godfather of Harlem. Epic. No, epics. Epics. You gotta. If you go to Amazon, you can add the Epics subscription. Ah, okay. And that's how okay, Tommy okay. and I found it. Yeah, we have some friends with that. So. Yeah, it's been really good. <laughs> Do you get that with Amazon Prime? Do we know? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't. No, we had to add the Epic subscription. I just did that. Ah, okay. I'm, I'm doing the one month trial of Amazon Prime. But my How's one thing though you? with Godfather well, of Harlem uh-huh. is instead of featuring the music like we were just listening to, they've got like modern hip hop in there. See, and I like that. It bummed me out. I was going to be bummed that they didn't. I, I was like, man, stick with the vibe of the era. How funny. And instead they've got like modern hip hop. And I'm like, I mean, not it's not all over the, the show. It doesn't ruin the show. But for me, it's like, I don't know, man. I was like, oh, no, not some bad rapper. See, like, I like I, bad I rappers, so I'm it. a big fan of it. <laughs> well, I, it's not that I don't like hip hop. It's not that I don't like rap. It's just that. No, I get what you mean. They've really nailed kind of the period of the early 60s, and they're capturing it all really well. And then suddenly you got this, yeah, yeah, kick with you my money. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the? No. See, that's like. No, they, it'd be like having, you know, Knights of the Round Table with Slayer as the soundtrack. Uh, they I'd did be like, that. Dude, it's called what? The Knight's Tale, and it's I know fantastic. It, I know I own the movie, and it's a good time, but it's still kind of. What are you saying? I didn't like the soundtrack of that. I, Come on, I, man. I didn't dig that either, dude. Oh, I, didn't dig, I own the movie. I love the movie, and I, I hated the fact that they threw. Uh, modern that is rock so funny because that was the one thing I noticed that I liked is the thing that you hated because I was like watching I'm like you know I am I'm not really a fan of watching movies that are based in like old times oh yeah not at like, all so I'm watching <laughs> this and I'm like, like 1963 was that's that old, long old times man yeah, that's old times 60 years ago bro and all of a sudden I'm like oh contemporary hip hop being added to this I really like this uh, vibe it, it, it doesn't giving. detract from the show but I kind of went ah no I can see what you mean you know what I mean but it's funny because for me that was like a, a, a cool moment I'm like okay they kind of kept it modern yeah by adding that in well and part of it, it might be just that i love a lot of that that you know you mid to late Bobby 60s Walmart. r&b yeah i actually love oh, that i was kind of wondering because don't don't you watch peaky blinders no i, I man oh. i watched like two episodes i was like hmm i'll check back in on this later and, and never were. return okay well uh they do the same thing they have a lot of contemporary music but it'll be sometimes uh framed differently or orchestrated differently i don't know the words only musicians and stuff but uh you, i think you nailed it okay okay perfect <laughs> okay cool um and so i i was wondering because i thought you did watch it because they do that a lot and i know some people would take them out but i think it's fantastic and they even put out i saw when i went down i went to the record store they have like the the television show soundtrack on vinyl oh uh, really yeah i almost picked it up there you uh, go <laughs> oh i think i just whoa <coughs> i inhaled one of my own hairs Short, wow. Short and curly? Thank you. Did you hear me retch everyone? Did you get that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm keeping that in, too. Yeah. Senka. Congratulations. But, uh, oh, yeah, definitely keep that in. I don't even know where that hair came from. It might have been a chunk of lint, and there's a story regarding all that, too. Oh. But, um, what? Yeah, no, no. It, it doesn't detract from the show. I think really what it is is I'm such a fan of that era. Of, yeah. I guess they would call it soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, mm-hmm. love that music. And I'm like, huh, well, yeah, a TV you, show set in Harlem? This is going to rule. If you woke like, up in the middle of the night with that in your, in your brain, you, you yeah. have to be a fan of that. Which is funny because like, I'm a fan of like some of the hip-hop that they're using, like A$AP Rocky, I like I like uh, Swiss Beats, 21 Savage. Like, I like some of those artists. So for me, it's like, oh, cool. Like it's This is treat. different. Yeah, like here's like, they, they like, just, this will give you an idea of what like, kind of music they're playing in the background on some of these. Yeah, mm. yeah see? 
<laughs> like, uh, 1963 Harlem. And the guy's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, what? They might have when they were pooping. Yeah. Like, circle and square <laughs> hole, dude. I don't know. I like that. And the shoe down. Oh, okay. Here you go. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we have to beat that. Yeah, we're there. There we go. Here, here. Believe it, whatever yeah. we come for. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm not the one you want to run into. Yeah, see, I, I do not care for this at all. And I like hip hop. I just do not. This is not connecting with me. But then you see someone shaking someone with a straight razor. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm like a fan of that kind of stuff. But if you're not a fan of that stuff, I can see how it's like, ah, bummer. It's not gonna, not gonna make the show suck. Yeah. No, the show's incredible, but I was hoping. To be basically just inundated yeah. with a style of music that I love. You wanted to time travel fully. Yeah. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> and then they came to this modern hip hop, and I'm like, man, I, and that's You're part like, of the oh, thing no. too, is I don't even really like modern hip hop. Like most of the most of the actual rap that I dig would be mid to late eighties through some of the early nineties. And then it changed gears and a lot of things changed and I just didn't I didn't care for it anymore. Yeah. And a lot of the whole, you know, I'm going to get that money, like that whole thing drives me nuts. It's like, here's people that don't care about anything more than making money. And you're stupid enough to buy the record that's basically telling you that they're trying to just take your money. I have a problem with that on a core level, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, Chuck D had something to say. These guys are like, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to drive my Mercedes. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what the. And these people are like, I love this guy. I'm like, he loves you too. He took your $13.99, moron. Well, I mean, I'm streaming you know? it, so I don't, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm way off base. I just, I don't know. It, there's stuff you connect with, stuff you don't, and I just don't, I didn't. But anyway, doesn't ruin the show at all. I was honestly just hoping to get inundated with badass old school mm-hmm. 60s era R&B and soul, which is actually music that I really dig. And uh, when I didn't get it, I was like, "Oh!" And then immediately I was like, "Well, this show rules." But you know, well, I see. Like, I Rocky, he sings about important things like LSD. This one's—I don't think Glenn's gonna like this song. No, like so. right away, I, I love what I'm hearing. As soon as he starts grunting across it, I'm gonna be like, oh, uh, "Yeah." See, I still dig it. Ooh, nice. So far, we got him. Yeah, I dig it. This is like this is what got me hooked on that ASAP Rocky because it's so weird. No, I'm digging this the old square wave synths and stuff. Like I, I love the production of this. I know I dream about it all day. Okay, I'm still in. Nice. Yeah, I still dig this. But this I is okay. Make this got me hooked on songs. it. It's more fun when I disagree with something that Steve likes. <laughs> this is pretty cool, man. <laughs> is this a cool? It's like trippy as that. Didn't you play me 21 Pilots or something and I had to slap myself? <laughs> the best part is like, as he's singing me, he says LSD. Coming up, he just whispers. It makes it very obvious. He goes, acid. love on the pretty lies LSD. <laughs> For all you young kids that don't know what he's talking about, you know? Yeah. Alright, he's about to curse, so. Oh, there he oh, is. Damn it. I was going to say, you damn pulled it. out in time when I heard the mother. And I was like, what? Well, uh, those you were good, and then you did a bad. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to. Every, every song of his has an E on it. And it's not for ecstasy. So the the lint thing. <laughs> the other day, I came home. <laughs> I just love that. It's so like unapologetic. Like, I'm talking about acid, kids. This song's about sex. 
Talk about getting laid while on acid. That, how, how does that work for you? Drugs. It goes on forever, yeah, and that you'll, you'll yeah. get kind of lost. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. I had an experience it, like that that fun. lasted well into the dawn. Way long. Dawn? It, yeah, like dawn? the sun came up. Um, <laughs> it was actually a, a moment of connection with um, Soundgarden's Super Unknown record, oh. which dating myself, I had in my dual cassette player, which had auto-reverse. That was cool because you didn't have to flip the tape. Right. And it must have auto-reversed 17 times. It's, oh, yeah. That's not I was, a short album either. I was tripping and, and getting my thing on, and Nothing it went, will go and there, like the man. sun came up, and finally, because I, uh, I was only aware of thrusting, and then there was a feeling of moisture. <laughs> but beyond that, I mean, I was really tripping balls, and so... Acid. Acid. <laughs> and if I remember, finally, I was like, do you want me to stop? And she was like, no. And I'm like, okay. Because it had gone on for Glenn Cannon, also known four as Four hours, five hours. Yeah, it wasn't tantric. Like, <laughs> I was counting pink elephants, man. You were, like, just, you were just like, you dude, were an autopilot staring at the wall. Yeah, that's really fantastic. tripping. And when, of course, when it was uh, nighttime, like, you get silhouettes of human body, but then there's just these lovely spiral patterns all mm-hmm. around it. Yeah. Because, you know, what's going on with my sight at the time. And you'll and, never get there. Yeah. No, I, I I think I did eventually arrive, but it might have been, you know, never. like uh, Four years the, later. the sun was up at that point. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's no. like the trip yeah. is over then maybe. My Remember? penis might have been like, this needs to stop. I'm going to have please, to take action. Please, please stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm playing music with someone. They're like, you gotta, like, we should just both do acid when we play a show. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. I was like, I don't even know if that's possible. Like that, I would just stare at my drumstick for probably the entire set, and I wouldn't be able to do anything. And I'm not opposed to doing things altered uh, behind the kit, but that seems like a bad idea. Dude, it, I tried to play softball on shrooms, did not work out. That was hilarious. I got dosed. <laughs> I was doing a three set show, and uh, my buddy gave me a beer, thank you, and then bloom and he's like yeah dude i put a couple hits in there for you and i'm like whoa dude you gotta tell me that ahead of time i'm like man i gotta play he's like yeah it's gonna be awesome and i'm like (laughs) dude oh and all i can say is set two and set three well it really started kicking in halfway through set two it was a struggle Mm -hmm. like i was very aware of the way my strings felt under my fingertips and I was very aware of the vibration of the strings. How rubbery were your arms? And it was just like, <laughs> this is terrible, because i got to remember words, too. Oh, oh, no. I'm singing and and playing, you know, I think I did another, I don't know, figure two and a half, I don't know, 25 songs after it kicked in. Like, I was peaking beginning of set three. I don't even uh, know what that would be. I, it'd be fun it to was do it terrible. In a, <laughs> maybe like in a practice space, it would be funny because there's zero like pressure of people watching, and you're just with your buddies, and you could giggle, and yeah. you know, kind of like let's just let it drone for like next 20, 30, 40 minutes. And and but like to actually be responsible for playing in front of a room full of people. Who I mean, paid to see the, the paid show to see? was well attended, and you yeah. know we were doing everything from like <laughs> Tom Sawyer to uh, we did um, Fade to Black by Metallica. That's way too aggressive. I mean, it was like, I got to sing this. I got to play these guitar solos. I got to do all this. And I'm tripping balls. Mm -hmm. You know, and Meadows is like giving me the thumbs up. And I'm smiling at him thinking... They'll never find your body, dude. Like, why did you do this? To <laughs> I especially am not happy to, I just with said you. his last name. I'm like, trying to play. Love oh, you, pal. Do you want to bleep it? Or? You don't have to. Okay. okay. He's in Maryland. And I didn't say his first name. It's like trying to play a Metallica <laughs> song in that state of mind. That seems like a terrible idea. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, wow. that was back. Uh, that was in that show was in Kaiser, West Virginia, 
and we were doing, we might have done one or two originals, but it was basically three sets mm-hmm. of covers, average set length of 12 to 15 songs. Mm-hmm. And we did everything from like Pearl Jam and Alice and stuff like that to like Neil Young and Rush and Metallica. Wow, I'd be like, there. let's just play a long Pink yeah, Floyd song. We were a, we were a <laughs> over cover over. band where it was like multiple genres were tapped. Oh, rock and roll. And yeah. some of that stuff, like Neil Young's Cinnamon Girl, awesome, fun to play, not hard. Fade to black <laughs> on acid. <laughs> Sucked. Not easy. <laughs> Dude. Dude. All I know is like, we just talked Dude. about it on the mega cast. We went uh, when we go to Summer Meltdown, you know, we 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 melt down like we melty. do at Summer Meltdown. You get melty. And they have a beer garden. And, and to put it in perspective, Ted and I were there middle of the day. Bob Marley's band, the Whalers, are playing in the beer garden. Whoa. We're hanging out and both of us look at each other and we're like, this is way too aggressive. We need to like, we, we gotta get out of here. I can't I can't hang out here. And we left. The beer garden where bo- the whalers are playing the most happy reggae music. Yeah, right? You're like, I can't take this, dude. And we it's both said, and we went back to the RV and sat there and just listened to like some quiet music, like chill music. And we're like, yeah, that was way too aggressive. You see, like musically, I, Lollapalooza <laughs> '92, um, I, it was kicking in, really kicking in. The first band, kind of after the sunset, was Ministry, and they were on the Psalm 69 tour. Oh. And, uh, They're touring. They had an amazing stage, elaborate stage set up with these weird giant skeletons on either side of the stage, and the light show was incredible. And I was terrific balls. And honestly, I was like, well, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, like it wasn't too aggressive or anything. It was just, and what was weird is, so this is at White River Amphitheater. During ministry set, people were tearing up chunks of the lawn. Like, if you can imagine, like, a three-by-three patch of grass with dirt attached to it. It's like Lollapalooza. And they were, it was at Lollapalooza 92, and they were hucking them up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm standing there watching ministry, like, whoa. And then the guy beside me is like, poof, just taken out by this patch of lawn. (laughs) And again, I'm like, whoa. And I just stood there, like, you know, man. I never got hit, but people around me were getting taken out. Like, taken off their feet. That reminds me of uh, of an end. Fest, the one that Corn headlined with Deftones uh, uh, right behind him. That's a show. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, it was great. But in the middle, because Corn took a little bit, uh, uh, took a little bit of a while. So they had been uh, selling uh, Gatorade bottles, and so suddenly, whoo, whoosh, 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 there would be going there go a Gatorade bottle, just empty. And yeah, at least they're so empty. They had been tossing empties, but then my buddy got taken out by a half full one. Oh yeah, yeah, just crossed the face, uh, cut open his uh, eyebrow. Oh, so he runs over to the first aid place. They patch him up, and he runs right back, and he's like, "I'm staying." They're like, "Do you need any help?" He's like, "No, I got to get back to the show. <laughs> I need morphine, morphine, yeah, yeah just just more just, of morphine, more morphine. something to me." When uh, I was there opening night for Faith No More, Guns N' Roses, and Metallica. Wow. Yeah. RFK. It was the opening night of that legendary tour. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. Faith No More was on Angel Dust. Of course, Guns N' Roses was on The Illusions, and Metallica was on The Black Album. Oh, it was one of the directions but on Angel between, Dust. <laughs> yeah, right? between Guns and Metallica... Gun, yeah, Guns headlined that night. So between Metallica and uh, Guns, okay. there was a long break because Axel was doing his Axel thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what should have been a 20-minute changeover was like an hour and 20. And so people started losing their minds, and they were flattening those giant beer cups okay. and throwing them up in the air. And so for a minute, there was so much of that going on that it actually looked like it was snowing. If you can oh, imagine this. Oh, yeah. So that was kind of and I wasn't That's on, neat. I, I was yeah. just on a little bit of alcohol. I wasn't on anything else. Mm-hmm. But we were on sort of one of the lower decks above the the tiered decks, so I wasn't down on the ground. I was in one of those decks. And like forward of me by about four feet, this girl got hit on the shoulder. It took her off her feet. 
but someone had vomited into one of those giant cups, oh. and then they dropped it off the upper balcony. Oh. And it, it hit her, took her out, and it hit her boyfriend. And uh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll never forget that. I just remember thinking, like, man, I'm glad that wasn't me. You know, because right? they they were kind of like, you know, she wasn't happy. It, dude, that's like concert over. If that happens to me, I'm done. I'm like, I don't care who's playing. I'm tapping out. They stayed, but oh. I felt really bad for them because it was a sort of a puke grenade. I didn't even get spattered. I was really lucky because they were close. Ooh. You know, many shows I would probably leave. I think I would stay for Metallica, Guns N' Roses. Oh, more. no way. Man. Yeah, but at that point, they were staying for Guns set. Yeah. Because Metallica had finished. Okay, yeah. And it was a killer. It was an amazing show. Yeah, I don't I think it was, walked. but you're all covered yeah. in puke. I, I just, get some water and pour it all over me. We got a picture of someone like puking into that cup and being like, well, what am I going to do with this? And I bet it was like his buddy was like, give it to me, man. You know? <laughs> what am I going to do with this? To the edge. Here, let me help and you. He probably aimed. He was probably aiming for me, but luckily the wind <laughs> carried it like four feet to the right, you know? <laughs> While we were talking, I was just trying to think of like, what would be the artist for certain drugs? Oh, okay. So like, obviously we just talked about acid. So if you're, if you're on LSD... LSD. <laughs> yeah, I heard it that time, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> now I'm paying attention. Oddly enough, what would you listen to? Uh, Tool. Tool. I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to suggest mm-hmm. on headphones the Red Hot Chili Peppers album, uh, One Hot Minute. Ooh. The unpopular album with no, Dave No, that Navarro. is the only album by the Red Hot Chili Thank Peppers. You. So, uh, the, only because there was a night that I was really stoned and I was driving out <laughs> through West Virginia. And some of those, I think it was the breakdown and one big mob came on. Yeah. And it's pure ear candy. And uh, I thought I was going to crash and die. I was like, man, this rules, <laughs> but it's just too much. Yeah, anything else I would say, uh, any Radiohead album from OK Computer on... On headphones, bloop, 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 on acid. Bloop, bloop, Dude, that's so funny because I was thinking Amazing. of, um, I don't know if you remember Uncle. It, had, it, was like a, it was like a techno type artist, but he did a song with Tom York from Radiohead. This is before Radiohead got super weird. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That, I think, would be the ultimate thing to listen to. I'm trying to find it on here, but I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. I remember I remember going back to Shrooms. So Shrooms different than LSD for oh, this, yeah. uh, for the, uh, for this yeah. one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then opinion, I'll save, then L- I'll save LSD's mine. LSD's more focused. Shrooms yeah. are more oh. loose, yeah. if, if that makes sense. I'm always fighting getting pukey with uh, Shroomies. This is called Rabbit in Your Headlights. It's Uncle featuring Tom York from Radiohead. talking about he's talking about dissolving bodies Zimbalabim Balabim album was that uh, that was Anima 
I was listening to that record on headphones on acid, and when that dude does the cake for Spanish wedding cookies, the recipe for Spanish oh, wedding oh, cookies oh, in Germany. Oh, it's, it's German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a, had to take the headphones up and turn the light on. The devil's eggs. Because yeah. I was like, whoa, dude, too much. Because it was amazing. Like, I was really digging. I'm laying in bed, headphones on, lights off, tripping balls, listening to Tool. And he gets into that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Get up and turn on the lights, bro. I had forgotten about that, man. Do you remember many, 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 many years ago when it was still, it wasn't Molly, it was ecstasy. And it was the Ted Smith and I ended up at my place. We were all messed up, right? And this is back in the Linwood days. So this is forever ago. like, let's listen to Allison Chain's Dirt, the record. Loving it. Until um, Sick Man came on. Yeah. We had to turn it off. So that's something not to listen to when on ecstasy. Yeah, wow. All right, so we got LSD. Let's go Mushrooms, Rev. Okay. okay. So Shrooms, I remember sitting in my room. This is back up when I was up in Linwood living with uh, Sean. And uh, sitting in the room staring at the iTunes visualizer what? to the Carter Three. Lil Wayne on Shrooms watching that. And that was like, I was like, I really like this album. This album's amazing. I, I don't know how many times I listened to it, but the same thing with you in the Super Unknown. It was, it was a long time. For a period of time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I went back to listen to that album. I do not like that yeah, album. This is terrible. I'm like, what is he even talking about? It's funny how music will alter, like drugs will alter literally what you think yeah. about certain music. Yeah. For me, I think. Man, Alice in Chains unplugged to go to Alice in Chains again. Ooh. I'd probably go with something like that. Yeah, it's a little uh, less abrasive. Temple of the Dog. Yeah. That'd be fun. When uh, early, early on, when all the members of when this is still back in Maryland, uh, all the members of Windowpane lived in a house together in Mount Savage. We had moved out of Cumberland Mount because Savage? we were under police surveillance. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we, I remember, yeah. We moved out of the city <laughs> to this house in the sticks. And Mark, being Mark, goes to Rent-A-Center and rents, like, the biggest stereo you can find. All right, yeah, that makes like, sense. I want speakers that won't fit in my car, sir. Cool. <laughs> and so the move was, we'd all go into Mark's bedroom. Usually it was me, Mark, and Tony Reed. Only $99 a month for the next 48 months. Exactly, exactly. I think at some point he's like, just come get it. But uh, <laughs> we would we would shroom or dose, either one. And honestly, uh, song remains the same, primarily mm. for live, no quarter. Mm. And again, you turn off the light and you just lay there and listen. But there is that um, kettle drum, drum fill right in the middle of no quarter, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and then he hits the gong, and the front of house sound engineer throws a flange across that whole thing, and that's how it came off live. But if you're laying in the dark, that drum fill on acid was like, that was the moment, man. (laughs) (laughs) From time to time, Tony Reed would be like, Dude, rewind that, man. And Harris would be like, I'm already on it. I'm already on it. You know, because I'm laying there with my eyes shut. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you I'm know? not going to move. And you, but you, you get the, someone help me. Kick clack. Kick clack. Song Remains the Same. Is that on Song Remains the Same is the album. It's the one they did live at Madison Square Garden. And then you want No Quarter, which honestly, that's some of Jimmy Page's best guitar playing ever. But the, I can't even really... The album version's fine, don't get me wrong, but I prefer not to listen to the album version because this version so good. So if you fast forward a bit, kind of ass in... Oh, God. Oh, nope. You want to hear Jimmy Page play some guitar? Glenn's in his happy place. 
cleanup. I'll mix cast. Ha! <laughs> I didn't listen to this all day. I got goosebumps. I know, yeah. But if you whine a little bit. Okay, it's before that. They're building into the solo there. Okay, go back some. It's so sick. Now I'm going to listen to this on the way home. Wait. Here it comes. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the spaciness to I'm it. I'm telling yeah. you, if you yeah. have that crank, yeah. you're like, I just felt the touch of God. Dude, that reminds me it's of... so good. So, uh, I got the wife... Uh, One more time, hold on. Okay, hold on. Taking off. It's incredible, man. That is so and by good. that point, man, because you know, uh, JPJ isn't playing bass. All the bass lines are done just on the electric piano or Rhodes. That mm-hmm. might be a, a Wurlitzer. I'm not 100% sure. It's either a Rhodes or a Whirly. But um, the way those low tones are through the uh-huh. whole song are just so warm and huge. And oh, God, dude. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Zeppelin fan, kind of for me, the record to listen to is Song Remains the Same. Yeah. All their album stuff's incredible, but Song Remains the Same is sort of the beginning and the end. And then go listen to all the other stuff because like it's Kiss, incredible. Kiss Alive. Right. <laughs> what are you going to say, right? <laughs> I was just going to say that we uh, I got the wife a, uh, a record player because uh, she wanted one uh, for Christmas and because she, she has a whole bunch of just random albums. She have she has uh, the Steve Miller band and listening to that mm-hmm. is a trip yeah. like just on like on vinyl. Like I was like. This is really amazing. Yeah, this is actually good. Yeah. yeah. When it like fills the room and it's like there's been a couple times where I've just been like, wow, wow, uh-huh. wow. And I, I never experienced that before, but it's that same thing. You'll have some of those every once in a while. You have just kind of like a trippy moment, and you're like, kind of just kind of goes off, like, dude. Well, and what's cool, like what we just heard there, like literally, that's all the way it was done live. So the front of house guy probably had a flanger of some kind mm-hmm. plugged into a patch on the console, damn, and was like, I'm gonna throw this in, have it, and then John just goes for the kettle drum and hits the gong, and that's what everyone in that audience heard come through the mains, just blown away. And it's like, dude, like honestly, if you've ever seen them, the old school tape echoes um, where it has a, a spool of tape they used to make one for front of house sound engineers maestro made them that's like an six or eight channel tape echo and it's to be plugged into your front of house desk so that if you want delay on an artist's vocal hmm. you turn up the tape echo yeah and so if you listen to the show there's tons of delays like plant plays with the delays oh, yeah. and they do all this call and response stuff that is more than likely an actual Tape echo at the front of house mix position. So it makes it even cooler. And that's yeah. the kind of stuff I really geek out about, man. Because yeah, you know, like, was an artist that I remember when I was living in Queen Anne and we were doing a lot of stupid stuff and getting like you know hallucinogenics or whatever that I would listen to. 
and I never was a fan of it before because I only knew them as the band that played the song that the Chicago Bulls would come out to, Alan Parsons Project. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a record called uh, Stereo... Good luck with Operation Banana Rama. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was a 1988 record. This was the album I would listen to all the time when I was like in a Whoa. different world. Are you sure this isn't Radiohead? The drugs were good. I guess. I haven't listened to this since I was high. This is so weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, this is drug music, dude. Right? Done by, done for. Oh, wow. That is this so sounds, 80s. It's like... Uh, so 80s. I can just picture like Michael Knight sneaking through a warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, Kid, like, are you out there? It's like a pop 80s band that took drugs. Oh, yeah. still use the pop 80 instruments. Uh-huh. Some guy just tripping balls, rocking a guitar tough. Unsure of where he the is. Guitar murderer. Yeah, exactly. He's getting guitarded. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you would love this while you're on drugs. Oh my gosh, I listen to this all the time. I bet my neighbors hated me. <laughs> He's on drugs. Yep. Oh. He's on those drugs again. Our apartment manager's high again. This is oh, one of those... you can't even complain to anyone. No, don't <laughs> call me. <laughs> like, demographically, this is extraordinarily white. I bet it's the whitest oh, thing ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like if you were like in a police lineup, pick the three <laughs> members of this band. I love how we went the, from uh, mid 60s to mid 70s uh, R&B and soul to that. Right. <laughs> like we've really gone the range. This is the gamut. I said, I said. Well, of course, oh. this was their big, uh, big hit. Alan Parsons Project had a hit? I mean, because of the Chicago Bulls. I mean, did a hit. They, you I don't know anything hit. about yes. the Chicago Bulls. Their basketball team. Remember, do you remember Michael like Jordan? Oh yeah, Scotty That's Pippen. right, Jordan. Played Whenever the they Bulls. would introduce the team, it this is song where you play. turn the Bulls logo upside down. It looks like an alien having sex with a woman. Oh, I think you're right. Have you ever turned the bull head upside down? That's all I really know about them. I guess congrats to Michael Jordan and all. And by the way, the Alan Parsons Project are two very white guys. Oh yeah, imagine that. <laughs> They're yeah. white as f. Old Pop Stroman on the keyboard there. <laughs> they probably had some good acid. I had to Google it just to make sure on that one. Oh, yeah. Dude, they both look like Michael McDonald. <laughs> wow. Michael McDonald's like, yeah, that's my look. That guy in the front almost looks like George Michael, too. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. Well, he's rocking the Maverick shave, so he's like a tougher. Mm-hmm. A tougher. You know, he's not going to take anyone. Wait, he's not going to wake anyone up before he goes. At least they don't bother us with any lyrics, right? <laughs> well put. <laughs> don't bother me with lyrics, man. <laughs> Alright, why don't we do some voicemails, some emails, and some text messages? <laughs> uh oh. Oh. But I'm telling you, this is 80s TV series. There you go, nice. Big of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yep. Hygienes. We put the high in hygienes. Today we do. <laughs> what are you saying? 
Like with this, I can picture Steve in a trench coat. What? Like, you know, for some reason it's always foggy in an alley in a city. I don't okay. know why. I've been in lots of them and there's no fog. Yeah. But that Steve's like sneaking up to the door and stuff like quietly. It's, it's total 80s TV show. The show that comes on at 1030 that should have been canceled three seasons ago, but mm-hmm. they're limping it along. NYPD. Blue. You know, the cast from Airwolf's now doing cameos because what's his nut was so drunk they had to cancel that show. You just brought up But Yon Michael Thank Vincent's you. like in this episode as the grumbler. Migs, where's Sarah being healed? You were fired from Airwolf. I know you know where he is. Yeah. Oh, dude. I can read your mind. Is this Eye in the Sky? This is them. I know this song. Oh, no, there's the lyrics. (laughs) Don't try turning tables instead. Is this late 70s? Uh, we weren't to the 80s yet. 82. No, wait, 79. Thank you, because I remember being chastised in elementary school. I was in big trouble. They kept me after. And during the ride home, the song played, and I was in big trouble. And I remember that. Thanks, educational system, for these childhood scars. <laughs> what, did I not draw the tree right? I was like in second grade. This song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say it. That song is crap. <laughs> Ref just throws it down. <laughs> I am high in the sky. That's what I thought as a kid, too. <laughs> and I have no trauma. It's just the song I hate. I am the maker of rules. Dealing with fools. No drugs will make this better. I can't cheat you. Whatever, Carter 3. And I don't need to see any more to know that. God, it's your going. I think this is what they mean when they say soft rock. Soft. You have to soft. Yeah, you can't like, say soft right, rock. Yeah, it's talcum powder soft there. Rock. Now I'm curious. I'm like, well, what did they ever evolve to? Because they put it on an album in 2013. Oh, no. Called oh. Please Make It Stop. We're not oh. dead yet. Oh, it's a, it's a remake of one of their older records. Never mind. Uh, they just remastered. About yeah, to say, man. I was they they lacked the they spiritual belong. energy to Speaking recapture of that vibe. Remasters. I, I go down the wormhole on uh, Apple Music and I listen to the remaster of Silverchair's Frog Stomp. Uh huh. It's a pretty happening record. It's for really a bunch good. Of teenagers, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I realize that I've I still have all of the lyrics. For the entire album, like some memorized. of those songs were like, ah, guys, that was a swing and a miss. Like I always kind of thought, mm-hmm. "Pure Massacre" was a bit of a swing and a miss. I yeah. thought it was great just because it was—I mean, it was just an instrumental yeah. and just a screaming at the end. So but, that was kind of fun, you know. Like, but some of those songs are actually really well-crafted songs with super strong hooks. My favorite's the first song. Yeah, I know there were mm-hmm. sixteen and all, but dude. Oh yeah, Israel's team. son, dude. That Israel's line. son, yeah. yeah. That is so good. So grunge. I think it was these kids, and they were, they were all like 15 and 16, I think, but they won some radio contest in Australia. I think you're right. And it got their demo played, and someone was like, this is good, and went and signed them, and it's like, you just signed a bunch of 16-year-olds? He's like, man, this is good, and it like blew up. I remember seeing them at the Mercer Arena, like in, poof, like 97 or 98, maybe. I was there. (laughs) Yeah. Any of their later days stuff, like what they became. Yeah. Um, there's a song called, I think it's Walking in Straight Lines, and it's an amazing song. I, my buddy Jeremy Postma was a big Silverchair fan, and I'm like, huh? 
And he's like, no, dude, the, the newer records. And I'm like, what newer records? He's like, they're, right. they're still huge in Australia, but they don't tour much. I guess Singer Guy got kind of like, this is a weird life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, this is too much. And he kind of stepped back in the spotlight. But the newer stuff is really, really brilliant. Kind of fine walking in Walking Straight Lines. Straight Lines is an amazing song. I love for it. And, and I remember Jeremy playing me that. And me being, I was like, this is Silver Cherry? He's like, yeah, dude. Like, they grew up. I like this song. Oh, Straight Lines, yeah. It's yeah, up there. Young amazing. Modern record on it, 2007. It's hard to believe it's the same band, but this song's really good. Dude, the guy was a good, I mean, he wrote good songs. Talented guy. Yeah. yeah. Breathing from a hole in my lung. I had no one. The faces in front of me. Racing through the void in my head. To find traces of a good luck academy. Yeah, the chorus is great. Like the the chord, his changes, his writing is really on point. I wouldn't be opposed to a Silvertory Union. Yeah, no. New record out. Oh, I saw Sponge Live, like, last year. How are those boys? Fantastic. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. That's pretty sharp, dude. I also yeah, like uh, this dude. one from Neon Ballroom. You remember the anthem mm-hmm. for the year 2000? Yes. Which was 20 years like ago. A, oh, my God. Are you Sorry. serious? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This album is 21 that years explains old. explains why everything hurts. <laughs> Steve's tongue. Like my tongue. His 20-year-old tongue functioned much better <laughs> than his current quicker. tongue. I don't remember I don't remember it. I'm waiting for the chorus to remind me. But I remember this was like a minor hit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this part. I don't remember this too. That's funny. This is so like 90s, 2000s all Oh, yeah. This is when I got into the weird music beyond this, so here comes the chorus. Yeah. Up to you in the year 
I should tweet at them and be like, look, you guys never made it up to me. It's 20 years since yeah, you know. Yeah, man, I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to make it up to me? I don't want to be that guy, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> Remember when we had hope for the year 2000? Yeah, in the year 2000. All right, check out a voicemail, 253-271-47. I love that everyone got the Conan O'Brien reference just now. I love you guys, man. I don't have any kids, so maybe I don't get it. Mm. But people who all you can talk about are your stupid kids' accomplishments, especially, okay. Did I tell you about how Tatum took a poop yesterday? Oh, dude, really? <laughs> it was so awesome. What was the texture like? It was very liquidy. Oh, oh sorry about that. Wow. You, know, you want to shoot for kind of a, a, a solid oh. chalky, I think. We're working towards that. <laughs> wow. Babies? Give me a break. Oh, oh, hey, hey, my baby said a whole word. Said one word. Steve. Woohoo! Has That's your baby it. said a word yet? Yeah, she said, uh, F this caller. Fantastic. <laughs> you know what? I know all the words to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Until your baby can do something at least somewhat impressive. I don't want to see the statuses on Facebook. I don't want to see the pictures. Oh, dude, Steve. I don't care. It's like a personal attack. Don't yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. I want to quote targeted. Bill Hicks, who said, you're not a person until you're in my phone book. <laughs> Dude. All right, now I got a goal. I want my baby to be able to recite the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Also, I want to throw out to any of our male <laughs> listeners who are single, she's the one to date if you don't want kids. <laughs> you can go ahead and do whatever you want to do. Right? And if, if she's like, I think I'm pregnant, and then you just ask the, the gentlemanly question, I was like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, what do you think I want to do? I think I'm paranoid. Yeah. Listen to what Tatum did earlier today. It's pretty cool. Guess what she's doing. Ready? Oh, she's breathing, dude. No, she's not breathing. I have trouble doing that. She's pushing. Nope. Oh, okay. Snoring. Nope. Tell me there's not a breast in her mouth, dude. That's just getting weird. (laughs) Don't play that on here, man. Made it weird. You don't need to go there. Made it weird, Steve. She's eating. Yeah, eating what? Booby milk. Yeah. Do 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 I dare make it weirder? Sid, how you doing, hon? Yeah, well, we've already brought it up, I guess. So yeah, Steve, it, it's been a week, so you haven't uh, you haven't tried it yet. No, <laughs> she brought it up, and I just he'll play us another clip, and it's him going. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who this is? And I'll be like, dude, I it's need to leave not the a baby. studio. Yeah, hey guys, you want to hear something cool? I did this yesterday. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, no, Steve, you sound so young. Sid brought it up, and I just casually glossed over that. I was like, I'm not doing it. Oh, she was like, Steve, would you like to try some milk? Like, she's like, at some point, you got to try it. Mother's not? milk. At I'm some like, point, you have. Oh, she's <laughs> yeah. already put it in her mind that's going to happen. No. There's going to be at some point where no. she's fed up with you, and she's going to be chasing you around Dude, the house. She'll make some, some, awesome, pasta, some awesome pasta dish, and Steve will be like, yeah, this is really delicious. I've been trying to get away from the carbs, but this is magnificent. And the sauce is so creamy, and she'll be like, yeah, I used breast milk in the sauce. And I'm just picturing that Stop dinner. Stop eating Alfredo, Steve. It's like War of the Roses when he's like, it depends on what the pate is made of. <laughs> wow. Right? Classic Ooh. film. Ooh. By the way, the dog was fine. <laughs> um, Everyone below 30 is like, what's he talking about? <laughs> Watch War of the Roses. Yeah, it's a great movie. It really holds up. It's amazing. Um, Michael... Douglas? That's uh, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner before Kathleen Turner became a nice middle-aged man and Danny DeVito. <laughs> This is when Kathleen Turner was still pretty oh, smoking, dude. Wow. See, I was thinking of Death Becomes Her for some reason. Oh, that's a good Warwick, time, too. Which is good. Yeah, it's but no, one of the roses is yeah. Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner meet. They're broke. They're impoverished. They're married. They fall in love. And then they go on to be very successful and wealthy. And to say that they get a divorce, putting it, they try to Mildly. kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it gets ugly in a way you can't even 
begin to describe it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's Damn. brilliant. Have you ever seen War of the Roses? It's been a minute. It's I been have. a long time. Yeah. Dude, go ahead and check it out. I, I swear. It. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know the film holds up. It's genius. That movie's genius, dude. I want to thank uh, Martin. He messaged us after last week's casting. Dude, listening to the Migs cast, the drummer for the Queen cover band is the drummer and singer from Herding Cats. They play in Kirkland, oh, Emerald no. Downs occasionally. They're a uh, 70s to 90s cover band. I've seen them before. They're awesome. Yeah. Nice. They were the band that was uh, hooked up with Craig Terrell from the Seahawks for a little while. That's right. Okay. I was like wondering where I remembered he's that He's a great name. drummer. So it makes sense that he's in uh, the Queen, uh, Epic Queen. That's Lance's drummer. That's the guy that sits on a bar stool. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Lance has said that he's phenomenal. He's really good. Yeah. 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 Now that I know who you're talking about, he's a phenomenal drummer. There it is. Uh, so it's, hey, Steve, I just want to say but between the mix cast and the mega cast is a text. Uh, gave me goosebumps five times. You made me cry twice. You're Aww. a great dad and husband. It's awesome that Lulu loves Tatum, and I'm sure that Sid is an awesome mom and wife. Congrats. That's well, right. she's all right. It's debatable. But I'm a great father. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, Local father, Steve Mix. Thank you. Father of the year. Local father. <laughs> Verified father, Verified Steve Mix. <laughs> Got the blue check in fatherhood. See, now you're going to get all the presents and all that stuff for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. World's like greatest stuff. dad. Yeah. A tie. Nice. I want to get him socks. A, a keyboard tie, the piano keys tie. Yeah. As long as it plays. Yeah, happy Father's Day, Dude, Steve. That'd be cool. Like, this is sweet, guys. <laughs> so dumb. He's already upset about the gift that he's hypothetically received. Right. I love Steve. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, this side's cool. I'm like, don't, don't touch it, Dad. I'm like, okay. He's already making fun of it. We haven't even bought it for him yet. <laughs> oh, look. What am I going to do with this? You play it, Dad. <laughs> play a Blade Runner and uh, choke him with it, you know? Dun, Remember when Zuer grabs Harrison Ford by the tie and tries to choke him out? <laughs> That's what you hear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do I get out of this hat? <laughs> you don't. He can't, yeah. We have other It's, texts it's the Hotel and California mails, of but, uh, apps, dude. Steve can't get out there. Yeah, you can never leave, buddy. <laughs> All right, check out this next uh, voicemail. <laughs> great. I am a server at a local restaurant, and I cannot tell you. She kind of sounds cute. Uh, she sounds I cannot tell She does. She sounds hot. Right? <laughs> I haven't said right? that in a long time. How much I despise Diet Coke drinkers. I mean, how many refills does one person need? It is ridiculous. It was this Target Steve Day, baby talk, and I love Diet Coke. You like aspartame? Mm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why he's got them sores on his tongue. No, well, it's Feast of the Ass Day. Of course I love aspartame. <laughs> That's about loving your wow. kookaburra, dude. Yeah, okay. They come in at like noon and they order their Diet Coke. And I can tell you, as soon as they order the Diet Coke, I'm like, I'm going to have to refill that stupid cup five times oh, in the next 30 minutes. And have to if work. they fail, it's at least three times. And if they're there for 45 this minutes, bitch. it's at least six times. I think, I think Diet Coke is like a plot. I think it's like a plot because people are addicted to it. Mm-hmm. They have to start their day with it. Mm-hmm. They have to keep going. And I'm telling you, I think it's for Chinese. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound mean or anything. Wait, did she say I think it's the Chinese? Yeah, she thinks it's a plot. This is this is a thing. <laughs> what is going on? Well, she's going I think down. she's on regular Coke, and she, I'm not talking about the drink right here. She's going down <laughs> the conspiracy rabbit hole, and I'm following her all the way. I can tell. Keep Real. talking, like, huh? They have all our debt, and I think they're trying to get us hooked on Diet Coke, and then they're just going to come take over us. That's got to be it, right? 
That's what drives me right. crazy. Wait, it's the right girl. girl. It is her. Yeah. You still sound hot, right, girl? I said in the beginning, I'm like, right? It's her. Yeah. Wait a second. Welcome back. Right, girl. I missed you, right, girl? I'm on Diet Coke, and then they're just going to come take over us. That's got to be it, right? Yeah, that's what drives that's me we missed you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah. But, oh, and, and uh, just go because yourself. I love the way you right? say right. <laughs> and I, I, sometimes when I hear her doing that, the rant thing, I can picture her flipping her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys with me on that? Yeah, she's very blonde. But here's what I would do. Well, uh, maybe not, but either way, there's a hair flip involved, maybe. Um, She'll she be like, no, I wear my hair like Sinead O'Connor. I don't oh, appreciate you assuming like, things about me, right? She's got the Karen hairstyle. But uh, <laughs> Poor here's my suggestion, right, <laughs> right. girl? Um Right, girl. When they order a diet, <laughs> hush. <laughs> I can't. When they order a diet coke, surely. So you're at a, you're like at a restaurant. Get a picture, man. So fill the picture. Put a little bit of ice. Why do they even take a picture? Fill the picture. <laughs> you know, I need you to look at the camera. Proof. Conspiracy, sir. Yeah. But, uh, and take over. That's got to be it. The right. guy's got a copy right. of Catcher in the Rye right there on the table. I'd like a Diet Coke. She's like, I knew it. But um, <laughs> take them, fill their drink, and then take them a picture of Diet Coke. And then you have to, don't have to go back to the table. Except when you bring their food and swing by again to be like, is everything all right? Right. 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 And I, they'll have, just bring them a picture. And then you don't have to make them multiple trips. At Trappers yesterday, I had two Diet Cokes. I don't think that's bad. I had three. Oh, you're that person. I am. Diet am. Coke with sushi. I knew it. You're now? Chinese. Yeah. Why not? Diet Coke with everything. Uh, I, I don't dig Diet Coke, man. All right. Then. Well, then, of course, it won't be good with Honestly, anything. Honestly, yeah, what I dig with sushi really is water. Just give me a glass no. of water so I can hang on to the taste water of the sushi, well. man. I usually I like a little saltiness and... <laughs> And we were sugar. we were and talking about milk. we were talking about right? sushi and I went like we had sushi yesterday but I also had sushi on Friday because uh, I was eating, you're an American yeah I was eating solo and doing what I want that, so I got the uh, I you know the the conveyor belt sushi and just sitting there and, oh you know, yeah that's kind of cool oh yeah just you see it coming four feet away you're like that yep. one's mine until just, someone takes it ahead of you dude oh yeah but I was also I was just drinking green tea like hot green tea my man that like, works and that's that's one of those things it'll either be diet coke or green tea. I haven't been to Conveyor Belt Sushi in a while, and it was... Love it! I, I used to, too. Well, I do still, but there was a place down in South Center Mall I used to go all the time. Mm-hmm. And one day, I had to take a leak. So I got up, and I went into the bathroom, and there on the... So it's like sink, urinal, and then stall for toilet. All right. So you have your... You can option A, option B, and then wash afterwards. Mm-hmm. But... On the sink, on the surface of the sink, like to the left of the hot knob, right, was a plunger. All right. And the plunger had little chunkettes of, you know, dried, moistened toilet paper on it. Oh, Oh, I thought you were going to say sushi. There was no poo on it, but you could tell it had been used in a toilet because there was little hunks of toilet paper Mm -hmm. on the plunger, which was right next to the area where you wash your hands. Yeah. And I saw that and was like... Man, something like that will just ruin. And I have it. Yeah. never been back. Mm-hmm. Like I was really like. Well, there's plenty of other places and, that and don't I'm, do that. I'm sure you can it's still all get your conveyor belt sushi somewhere. I'm sure it's all good. Like, and I just the placement of the plunger there. Yeah, the I'm like, if this plunger. is your hygiene standard, yeah, you know, is some dude out there digging his balloon knot and then preparing my fish? Like, I don't want. <laughs> just don't get I'm the balloon knot roll. Coming back, <laughs> man. I'm not, and I've never been back, dude. <laughs> yeah, is, is Jelly to, Fingers here today? I want I, some sushi. You buy a Captain Stink finger there? I used to uh, judge uh, the different Thai places that would go in Seattle. There was the one that would deliver that I never saw the inside of the place, but they delivered, so they were awesome. Maybe that's best. There was the one place that I'd only do takeout because they had like a 12-year-old, like their 12-year-old son, uh, a bus and tables. And I'm like, I don't want to use those 
those those child, is it a child labor thing or it's, no it was because i know what a 12 year old boy does all of the time and i don't want him handling my silverware oh you picture him going to the bathroom every half yeah because I, I mean I didn't even that do was the me. math on that that was me so i just know that it's gonna I gotta happen poop. we were in there for a while yeah 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 <laughs> but i'm in a great mood now yeah so i i would always just get takeout from there. Because you were worried a yogurt thrower was handling your yes, silverware. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Every 12-year-old boy does that okay. all the time. So really, it was the child's masturbatory habits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that put you off the place. One, and it didn't put me off the place. Just Takeout only. You take out only. I, love I you, would man. never dine in. And then we had one place that was the dine-in place. So depending on my levels of laziness, we could that go to funny. different places. I would like my silverware and plate brought to me by an adult, please. Yes. Right. Exactly. Because little Timmy with the giant forearm yes. is wigging me out. <laughs> Three forearm. Diet Cokes, please. <laughs> the hairy palms. I don't want that guy. Plus, it looks like you can't even see. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's do one more voicemail before we run out. <laughs> You know what really ticks me off? Oh, oh wow. See, I'm finally getting to a lot of these are from like weeks ago. <laughs> okay, it's like the angry shows voicemails. shows don't get to their voicemails. <laughs> you go to local establishments that sell wings, and you order like 10 wings. And they come back, and they give you like two wings and eight drumsticks. It's like, did I order eight drumsticks? No, I ordered 10 wings. Really? Give me the 10 wings. Really? That's your, that's, well, no, that's dude, the thing you're going to die enough, on right man, there, buddy. Usually the drumsticks have more meat on them. And they're easier to eat. Than the, the, the little two-bone guy. Yeah, I'm not against the two-bone guy, but if it was all drumsticks, I'd feel like I hit the lottery because they have more meat on them, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, what's the big debate? It's like wings or drummies. Drummies. Yeah. All I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. yeah. I like wings, to be honest. See, like, what I don't see, like. I hate fingering the wings and getting my oh, I like like the finger the through the if, hole if there. If I order 10 wings, I want 10 wing. I don't want eight wing and two nubs. Like, because sometimes you get the nub, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's not a fully developed wing. That's a premature wing. That's a goddamn nub. That is, that, that's the, the, what are you, you don't try and pass that off as a wing, man. It's only the size of an ice cube. <laughs> You know? See, I just you know what that I don't bothers even, me. I don't even do bone in anymore. I always go with the chicken nuggies. Basically, at this point, like really, yeah, I'll go boneless. I don't care because I'm just I'm happier that way. I don't want to deal with the the bone, and I'll just eat them like just pop them on my mouth. I, I got a mm-hmm. Tony and I'll well, Tony and I'll do wing night. We hadn't done it in a while, but because my my I make a, a badass sauce. I use like minced garlic, and I, I got this whole Ooh. thing. My my, my mouth's watering like crazy, but I make it. Really Mine is too. It's because I can't speak. <laughs> Wicked wing sauce. <laughs> but my move, if we don't want to deal with deep frying the wing at home, is there's a little Caesars right up the street. Mm-hmm. So I'll call and be like, you know, give me four orders of buffalo wings, which I think that was, last time we did it, that was supposed ah. to be, I did the math, I think it was 34 wing. Okay. Okay, then I yeah. bring their wing back, and I throw them in my sauce and toss them in, in the sauce, and then we have this ultimate wing feast. Solid. But Tony and I mowed down, and I guarantee they shorted us some wing. Because I think he said there was 12, or 12 wings per order. Yeah. Uh, something was wrong. Because I looked at her bone pile and my bone pile, and I'm like, we've it's been shorted. Enough. And there were a couple nubs in there, too. I'm like, don't try and pass that off as a wing, dude. Oh, they will. It's like buying Everyone a pair knows. of shoes and only getting like one shoe and then some laces. It's like, man, don't, don't, don't. You know, just don't. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> just don't. To call them. Be like, you know? I'm counting my bones. <laughs> Should have left a voicemail. No, on the I was cast. like, eh, at that point, I was like, I'm, I'm full. I'm satiated. There's no need to, to get into a thing over this. But yeah, dude, it surprises me that guy, that guy would rather have. I like them both, honestly. It's all good. I wouldn't mind five and five. I think there's more I meat mean, on the drumsticks. Yeah, I agree. And when I see them, it's not like I'm not going to like push them away. Like I'm still going to eat them. I just prefer 
boneless. Well, there's like a science. way you rip them open. Yeah, yeah with, the, with the ones you rip <laughs> apart, you grab that one, and if you wiggle the bone loose, you can pull that Excuse one me? bone yeah. free. Mm-hmm. And then you put the whole yeah. thing in your mouth and <laughs> gently suck, ha-ha, and it pulls oh, all the meat right God. off, man. I'm so bad at that. It's happening. It's part of the reason why oh, I don't wings. like that. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, all we can do is train. So we can practice, get together and we practice, work the problem. We, we work the problem. We need to have a chicken wing eating party. I know, dude. Oh, we should get like a remember strings party. and wings? Yeah, we should still do that. Oh, the last time I went to uh, a B-dubs with you guys, it was doing the, the five alarm, seven alarm challenge or yeah, whatever the hell it was. that noise. Let's just oh, go yeah. and enjoy wings. Can we just eat wings? Yeah. 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 I don't want to do that anymore. My butt hurt. And then also I didn't finish them. So. Uh, oh. One more text. Uh, guys, it's in all caps. So I'm going to read it out. Guys, <laughs> when is, when is there going to be a new another Bruiser Brody show? I need my fix. And it's Tristan, your new lead singer. If so, that's super cool. Talk about passing the torch. Sorry, caps locks were on, and I'm too lazy to type this again. <laughs> hey, hey, Steve, did you send that email? I know I do that all the time <laughs> to Rev. Well, we can. <laughs> Bruiser Brody has officially booked. We're back. Our oh, first show. Oh snap! Of 2020. Now you can wait a while because it's not until May. Yeah, we might have another oh, show before that. We but might you never know. We might. So right now we're for, for sure playing in, in May. Yep, May 30th at the Lo-Fi with Suction, Losestellar, and Twasmanot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Keith Wright from Point One's new band. Cool. Like and <laughs> he sent me, dude, he sent me their stuff because um, it's not out yet. He sent me, he, he was like, dude, and he sent me, I think he intended to send me one track and he sent me four. And it's really cool. Really well written. Just, it, it's rocking, man. Like, I'm anxious for them to, I think they're going to, I don't know if they're going to do an EP or an album. Uh, I think they're still tracking in doses, but it is really good stuff. The band Twasmonaut. Uh, I'm highly recommending. <laughs> and it's an amazing name, too. <laughs> my phone somehow memorized, when I type out Twasmonaut, it does a capital T at each end and everything. My phone really? somehow memorized Twasmonaut. Is it How a real t- word? No. How many times have you typed that thing? Uh, just in text exchanges. Wow. But it knows now Twasmonaut. Man, that's technology. I can't figure out my you. wife's name, but it knows Twasmonaut. That is weird. I know. You know since we're talking about bands, I, I just want to give a quick shout out to our boy, uh, Brent Omaker. Just, oh, uh, he's yeah. got a new band yeah, called Brent Darcy. Amaker Death Squad with yep. Darcy Carlson and a few other people. They just put out a new music video, and the, the first <laughs> song. The video is crazy. It's a trip. Oh, yeah, dude. I got a little, little motion sick watching it. Yeah, he makes weird videos in a good way. Yeah. The song is really cool, too. Kind of like makes it. you want to go buy a yellow tracksuit, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm glad you're here. I've Brent on the podcast a few times. Yep. It's so nice to have your company. Hello. You may have heard this a couple times. That's so good. The video's a trip, dude. Yeah, it is. It's so good. Since I seen you, I thought that you were gone. If you ever want to there's no need to ask Just drop on in Hey there Freaking awesome, man. Check it out. Just type in Brent Omaker, Death Squad. You'll be able to yeah, find, well, find that video. The video is a really good so time. Good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's interesting because you make an assumption about what it is you're in for. Like, oh, okay, they're going to be standing there playing the song in these tracksuits. And then the camera will like pan left, and you're like, whoa. 
what the, the hell's, hell's going, going on? Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see this coming. And so the whole video does that where you're like, okay, I totally get what I'm, wow. It's unnerving. <laughs> it's great, man. It's great. He is so good. Like, one of my favorite albums of all time was six Android years Omicron. ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, Android Omaker. And just being able to see, like, he did one live show with them, and that was it. And I was so happy that I was able to go to that. Still one of my favorite things ever was, I don't know if I still have the text message on here. It's probably gone, but I should see just super quick. Yeah, unfortunately, it got deleted over time. But uh, Android Omaker came out. I was all hopped, going back to mushrooms, hopped up on mushrooms in my house, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Just listening to it, I put that on on vinyl. Oh, it's like four <gasps> in the morning. You have that on vinyl? Yeah. Ooh. And I text him <laughs> at four in the morning. Dude, currently tripping balls. <laughs> All right. Brent, I'm currently on mushrooms and I get it. <laughs> and then they wrote, that's a, that's a print and frame worthy text. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like, would print that and frame it, man. <laughs> and I, I continue to write, like, I'm listening to Android Amaker. And I get you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Something like that. And yeah. He texted me back the next day, and I forgot I even sent that text. And he's like, this is the greatest text I've ever yeah, received dude. to review yeah. this record. He's like, thank you so much. It means the world to me that while you're in that state of mind, you decided to listen to my music. Yeah, One's dude, and zeros. Right? I'm telling you. So good. All right, Alec, what's going on in your world there, Glenn, before we get out of here? Uh, this Friday, actually, I'm going to be doing an acoustic set with my man, Lance McKay. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we did that, the last time was the first time we'd ever done it. We did it at Slim's, and we do a bunch of really cool off-the-wall stuff. So, But that is going to be down at Club Sur with the guys in Twasmonaut, mm-hmm. uh, our boy Wyatt, Crossing Crusades, Half a Shadow, and Disciples of Descent. And it's Nicole Moody's birthday bash, if Ooh. anyone's ever you know part of the whole Studio 7 yeah. scene that was a, a awesome, thing for the awesome longest person. time. That's that's Tracy and Nicole Moody. We love them. They're family. And so this Friday, you can catch uh, all of that down at Club Sur. I'll be doing an unplugged set, probably starting off the night. Um, then uh, next Friday is the big show at the High Dive. So that'll be my band, 10 Miles Wide, Ocean's Fade, and Eve Clark. Nice. Um, and that's I'm looking forward to that one. And then nice. right on the heels of that show, Got a couple big announcements that'll be happening regarding uh, you know March and coming into summer. So I'll be letting cats out of bags directly following uh, the January 24th show at the High Dive. So yeah, nice. that's what's up. Nice. Good to hear, Rev. Uh, Grit City Podcast. Go listen to it. We talked this week with Jose Cervantes, who is uh, boxing at the Battle of the Boat 125 uh, this weekend. Nice. Or Friday. 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 Yeah. I'll be there hanging out, watching the fights. This nice. is pretty amazing. Hallucinating. Uh, Yes. <laughs> no, baby. Oh, oh, I don't want to watch no. boxing under it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think he's dead. The fight hasn't even started. I'm pretty sure he is. He's taping his hands up. Help! I need an adult. Uh, this Sunday, 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 you see your boy, the local celebrity, Steve Miggs, and Everett at Without a Cause Wrestling. Nice. Unfortunately, baby Tatum will not be there because her mom won't allow it. I, I don't know that. what I'm going to be doing there. I might not be wrestling. I might be yelling at people. Who knows? You'll probably be yelling at people. All right. Oh, I'll- dude, you should spit breast milk at people as they're giving you the bird. Oh, no. Get yeah. that. You go home. Yeah. You go. Yuck. Bring a poncho. <laughs> Because it's going to get awkward. That's an Everett at the VFW Hall. It starts at 4 o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun. Some great wrestling will be going down. I always look forward to being there in Everett for Without a Cause Wrestling. So hopefully I'll see you there. Uh, Other than that, have a great week. I think we're back next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're back on Tuesday. Hopefully my tongue feels better. (laughs) Until then, stay positive. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.